Hi, I'm Annie Silberstein from the Leicester Prize. Sterling K. Orlo is an interesting guy, a painter and a professional model. This is something he shared with us as an intro to our conversation. Bolt from the Blue is a charcoal portrait of Terry. Terry is inspired by people emerging from comfort to express themselves. Quote, Sometimes in our emergence, we are hit by a bolt from the blue, which can be a damaging and sobering experience. The silver lining is that it takes us into the present moment and we get a glimpse of the beauty of subtlety. The polarisation between dark and light grey and the difference between a fast, aggressive brushstroke and a planned pencil line. It takes courage to live under the thunder. Sterling Kaulo. Uh, Bolt from the Blue is Terry. Uh, she's a friend of a friend and um, she's a model in based in Melbourne. And, yeah, she just kind of um, offered to help us with the portrait. I didn't really initially plan to – I usually have a f- different types of work. Like I have some work – that I work on over like a period of six months or a year to get my the quality of my work up. And then I have other things that I work on and I only take the quality to like 80% and I move very quickly through them. So this was kind of a very long-term thing for me. So that's how it kind of started. And the story behind it developed over that time and it had a, a lot of different changes to it. And, and who's Terry? So she's a, just a very creative person like a model and um stylist based in melbourne and and did you she came to your studio and sat for you or did you take photographs of her or how did um take we took photographs of her just because at this point in my artistry i'm very into tonal control and expression so she knew how to move um in front of the camera and you know take beautiful angles so that was kind of the, the starting point for it. Oh, okay. And what's yep. your um, your journey uh, into art? How, how have you said I know that you have another career, another job. I, I don't yep. know which one you do the most, art or that, that, but maybe you can explain that a little bit, how you started. Okay, so I... I didn't really draw much or paint or be creative in my when I was a teenager and into my early 20s. And I started modeling in, I got asked to go to Italy. And one of my friends there was, uh, his dad um, had a surfboard brand. Like it was quite massive. So he used to draw the art for the surf, the surfboard brand. And he had a little sketchbook and he used to do little characters. And I used to see him doing that and I, was, uh, I just wanted to do that too. So I went out and bought one and I just started drawing portraits and just very casually and just it was kind of meditative for me. And and I just stuck with it for about eight years and then about two years ago I kind of started to take it a little bit more seriously and my work started to get better as well just because I was pouring more time into it. And then I just kind of developed it to where I am today. And you didn't have any formal training? No, I just, it was, I didn't really see it as a career. I didn't even know it could be, I didn't know the expressive side of it could be so fun. So, so I didn't really, I just did it. I'd draw maybe a couple of portraits every year. I'd just have this overwhelming feeling to draw and I'd do it. And then I'd just put my stuff away for six months and then I'd repeat that. And it just kind of became more and more frequent. So it was very um, natural 
way to get where I am. And it wasn't forced, which was kind of nice. Like I just did it because I really enjoyed it. And with your career as a model, did you spend a lot of time in Europe? Did you sort of did that take you to galleries and sort of studying that that great history of portraiture? If I was where I am now and what I like the eye for art that I have now, I definitely would have. But at the time, <laughs> it, I was just a early twenties. I was just too busy thinking about drinking and partying. So um, I was, yeah, at a different stage of my life. So I should have. And but then again, I like I said, I didn't really see it as a career option. So I didn't really know the intricacies of um, painting and how beautiful it could be. Isn't that so funny? I bet you look back now and think, gosh, I spent all that time in Italy. Could have seen all those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> regrets. That's hilarious. But um, it's kind of cool as well that you didn't, that you just, this is this is a real impulse, isn't it, that just comes from wherever it comes from. And, um, and it's brought you to this to be a finalist in the Leicester Prize. Yeah, and it was, wasn't... Um stressful for me at any point because I there wasn't much I didn't need it to work I just did it for fun so it was kind of like a nice journey with it like as it grew I grew to the point where I was mature enough to see see it into a career and do you paint a lot of what, what what's the sort of split with your careers now well because of lockdown it's just been oh. 100% art <laughs> so I've no choice uh, which has been really good because I've had a lot of rapid growth this year just I've just really focused and just because I could see a hint of where my work's going that I know it's going to be quite good if I really focus into it so uh, it's kind of good timing in that way it's boring because in lockdown I don't know how many I think we're the most lockdown city in the world now um Yes, I think so. There's a lot of stuff I'm missing out on, but in a way, it's the silver lining was I've just made good progression with my art. Do you like that? um, How do you how do you like that sort of rather solitary nature of art? I love it. It's um, can be too much. Obviously, now the balance isn't probably healthy because I think as artists, you need to live life and experience things to be able to take it back into your work, whereas. If you just if you're just always in front of the canvas, you're not going to have cool life experiences. To um, even like the way you have brush strokes, the confidence in that like that won't come through. So it, it is good for for now for technical, but I can't wait to get back into life. I guess. Yes. <laughs> and um, this is a, a charcoal portrait. Yep. Is that and do you is that a preferred medium for you? Uh, yeah, I really like charcoal because I kind of mix it with – it's called white char- charcoal, but I think it's chalk. And just the way they blend together can create beautiful skin tones and I'm able to really get into the nitty-gritty of tonal control. I can, I've just been pushing that further. I can really push the, the face back into the page and make it look like a sculpture. So that's I really like it for that. And it's also – I kind of used to do oil painting and then – I really started to focus on control with the charcoal and then I went back to oil painting and I was surprised at how much I learnt about the face and I was able to take all those skills over. So I'm kind of – I do really like charcoal but I also enjoy oil painting too. Do you think um, your modelling life has um, 
influenced? I mean, you must look at bodies and faces a lot. And yeah, do you think that's influenced yeah, think, your, um, how you look at people to paint and draw? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And even like a small thing is like the work ethic behind, like I've seen big brands and I've seen how like the top designers work and their work ethic and how dedicated they are. So even that side of art, I, d- I didn't really, I mean, it's all art in its own mm, yeah. um, sense kind of thing. But yeah, so that was very inspiring to me. And again, the beauty of um, faces and lighting and there's so many things behind the scenes that I'm able to see and, and take into my own art. So, yeah, it's definitely influenced me. Now you obviously can't be doing any modelling overseas. Um, when when the borders um, open, will you will you continue that going overseas or working in Melbourne or in Australia? Um, not really. I that kind of that's over. Part of my life was yeah, it's over. Like I think I was in my mid twenties when I didn't really see it as a career, and right. I wanted something that I. I was kind of in control of because in that life you just you're floating around. I think a comedian says it's like walking around with an empty cup, like asking um, <laughs> clients to <laughs> fill it up. So I didn't really like that side. Whereas now, if I ever travelled, it would be for art or like um, yeah, ex- exhibitions, etc. So yeah, I think I'm really falling in love with where I'm at and just letting ideas come to me and executing them as quickly as possible. It's been something this year I've really appreciated. Whereas before I'd, I'd have an idea and just, I wouldn't, I'd just sit on it kind of thing. Whereas now, as soon as I have it, I execute it and put it out there. Oh, so, well done. Yeah. And what about <laughs> um, exhibitions, future exhibitions? Uh, I'm working on a bunch of big pieces now. So mm-hmm. I think I might, I have so many in my house, I'm running out of room. So I'm, I'll probably organise something in the future. I just have to. It's, it's kind of hard to plan at the moment because I don't know when we're coming out of lockdown and yeah. where, I, where I'll be at, what, where my ideas will be at in six months. So, yeah, I'll just take it as it comes. So are you still surprised that you're an artist? Yeah, <laughs> um, kind of. I, I guess I was working at – if I do look back at it, it's been a long time, like almost yes. eight years of yeah. finessing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So – not really. I think it's kind of easy to call yourself an artist if you want to, but to show up every single day and, you know, live at your edge and push your work as far as you can is the hard part. So that's, and that to me is where, what I'd prefer. So yeah, not really. Yeah. I think I've got my mind in a place where I'm ready to, for whatever's in store for me. You've been listening to the Lester Prize podcast. Produced by Tom Allum at Barking Wolf. A very big thanks to all our 2021 artists. For more information on exhibitions and sponsorship, head to lesterprize.com.